Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. When I got the news, I uh, called my husband home from work early. I said, you got to come take care of these kids because I have somewhere to go. I've got somewhere to be. Somebody needs me. He knew it was urgent. Um, so he um, moved some things around and, and came on home. I was waiting for him at the door. When he got there, I just left. I don't even remember saying goodbye to my kids. And I rushed out from my home in Cottage Grove to a little town called Edina, where there's a park. Because I'd just seen a story that a little two-year-old girl with autism had wandered away from her parents. And she got um, into a lake and died. She drowned. Her name was Aklus. And I, I, I put on my autism shirt and um, grabbed some money out of the bank, grabbed up some books, some flowers, a teddy bear. I, I didn't know what I needed or was going to need, but I, I knew that I needed to be there for the family of this two-year-old girl. They have other children. They were at the park. There was water there. And Oculus got away from her parents, got to the water, and went under. They found her body. Um, when they did, her mom uh, screamed and just the grief in her voice. She had to be rushed to a local hospital uh, for what they told me was a medical emergency. I can't even imagine. But if you have a child with autism and you don't know, let me help you understand that some of our children on the spectrum wander away. That's what they do. The moment they have an open door or a cracked window or you blink, you tie your shoes, you turn around to wash your hands, their immediate inclination is to run off. I've got three kids on the spectrum. Only one of them wanders, my son Daniel, the youngest. I had no idea what was going on and why he kept trying to leave. But every time we would turn our backs, Daniel would run away. I mean, just take out running. And it was cute, you know, because he's four at first. He would just run off and run up into the neighbor's house. And in Minnesota, we don't we don't have a lot of fences here. Um, we've got community backyards because the neighbors like to, you know, be able to talk to one another and play with each other. So their trampoline is our trampoline. Their playground is our playground. When my kids are on punishment, they may look outside and see the, the neighbors playing on their swing set. That's just life in Minnesota, right? And so Daniel kept running up into the neighbor's house, you know, and at the time he was three, four years old and they would bring him back and we would all have a good laugh. And that was cute. And I kept thinking, well, what happens when he's 14 and suppose we have new neighbors? He's going to run up in their house. It's not going to be so cute anymore. They're going to call the cops. And if he's not talking if he doesn't understand, stop or I'll shoot, he's going to get shot. So we got a fence, put locks on it. We're good. Well, my father-in-law was living with us and um, he was getting on the bus to go to the senior center. 
and he cracked the door open as he was going out to get on uh, the shuttle bus to go to the senior center and Daniel ran underneath his arm and took out running down the street in the middle of the street full speed I'm in the kitchen cooking my husband's at work I didn't know why my father-in-law was screaming but there was something in his voice that let me know it was urgent I went running over there and Daniel was just in the middle of the street. No, just eyes closed, flapping his arms. No, no, no knowledge that danger, a car, a, a kidnapper, a dog, anything. He just he was just happy to be running away from us. Thankfully, I was able to catch him and bring him back inside. So then I put combination locks on all the doors. Um, and then he started getting up in the middle of the night, wandering around the house. Um, you know, I'd wash some knives and um, they were, you know, drying in the dish drain. And I woke up and he was playing with them. So then I had to put gates on all the doors. Nobody told me about the wandering. Nobody told me about the dangers of water. Our family was traveling by RV. We went to an RV park um, and we went for a walk. There was a lake. The kids wanted to walk around the lake and skip rocks. Well, of course, you know, that sounds like fun, quiet, peaceful fun. And Daniel was trying his best to get in the water. It was an obsession. Uh, I tried holding him down. My husband tried pulling him back. We could not stop him. He had to get, he was drawn to the water. We wind up picking him up, putting all the kids in the RV and moving to a location that was further away from the lake than we um, were initially. So that if he did get away, if he was able to escape, um, he wouldn't just be able to run to the water right, right away. And that's when we learned that kids, some kids with autism are drawn to water. And so I told my husband, why didn't the doctors tell us this? Why did we have to almost lose our son two or three or four times before we realized that he's a wanderer? He's a runner. He's drawn to water. Why we have to find out these lessons the hard way? So my husband said, you know what? We need to do some safety workshops for parents who have kids with autism so that we can help them understand um, that there's danger in the wanderers because not all of them are wanderers. I've got three. There's only one of my children who does this. So I said, OK, let's do it. So we called up our church and a couple of school districts, a couple of community centers, and we started putting together free safety workshops so that parents who have kids with autism can learn these lessons and not have to do it the hard way. Because nobody tells you this. They give you the autism diagnosis. They tell you about the therapy. They give you an IEP for your child. They put them in special education and they don't tell you that you need to secure your home. Sometimes you need to stay away from lakes, rivers, and water. Um, you, you, you need to make sure that, that you got a fence in the backyard, otherwise they'll, they'll run away. And so my husband and I began to put these workshops together and, and go across the country teaching parents about safety tips. Because we don't want anybody's parents to have to go through what little Oculus parents went through. 
when they sat with me and watched her body be pulled from a lake. And this happened um, in the little town of Edina, right outside of Minneapolis and St. Paul, probably about 40 minutes from where I live, down the street from where my husband works. And so I called the school district in Edina and I said, look, I'm solutions oriented. I don't want to just give thoughts and prayers to Akla's family. I want to make sure we do something to educate other parents who have kids with autism. So be on the lookout this week because I'm doing a virtual conference. We're planning it. We're getting it together. Anybody can sign up. You don't have to live in the city of Edina. Well, I'll be providing safety tips and information for parents. Where can you find these combination locks? Who sells the best one? Who's got the sturdiest gates that the kids can't kick down? What's the best deadbolt lock? What type of fence you need to keep your kids safe? When you have a child with autism who is a wanderer, you need all the help you can get. And guess what? If you don't have the money to buy these things, don't worry about it, because I can tell you where to get scholarships and grants and donations in your area that will buy these things for you. When we got our fence, which was $5,000, my husband had been laid off. We didn't have the money, but we couldn't not build the fence because Daniel kept wandering away. We found the donations. We found a grant and we didn't have to pay a dime for it. So I'm in the planning phases of of this workshop that will not only teach parents who have kids with autism about safety tips, but also help you find the money to pay for the fence and the door locks in case you need them and you can't afford them. So make sure you listen to next week's podcast. Look for me on social media on Twitter at Shaletta is funny, as well as on Facebook at Shaletta Brundage. Go to the website, Shaletta makes me Click on the events page. Anything that I am doing, especially in the autism community, will be there. Share this with friends and family members who have a kid on the spectrum. I never want to see another parent lose their child who was a wanderer. When I can give you the tips you need to keep them safe. Always fun and informative, Shaletta's a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com.